I love when we get to cross to the Netherlands and catch up with our Europe correspondent, absolute gun of top flight football in the Netherlands. Welcome to the show, Miss Chelsea Disseldorp. Thank you. Ah, great to have you back on, Chelsea. Hey, um, now, I've seen some news coming in that um, things in the Netherlands in terms of COVID is not so great at the minute. Is that correct? Yeah, unfortunately it is. Uh, during the last episodes, I was quite optimistic and positive about yeah, how things are going on over here in the Netherlands. Also related yeah. to the to the sports sector and yeah, being back uh, uh, yeah, with full house, uh, full stadiums, like a lot of supporters in, in the stadium. Yeah. But yeah, things are not going that good if you look at the daily infection rates, uh, unfortunately. So yeah, we have some restrictions uh, for the coming uh, weeks. Um, so already there for like one week. Um, and it also means that the stadiums are empty again. So that, that's very mm. sad because yeah, yeah. on that period, we, uh, as fine as one of them, we have two home matches, uh, which has been sold yeah. out. Um, but now yeah. all these supporters uh, are not allowed to go to the stadium. Um, so, but yeah, of course, uh, it's, it's the, the most important thing is that uh, yeah, the, the people are healthy and that, uh, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's compared to, to football and compared to, to supporters, that, that's very, very important. That, that's the most important yeah. thing. So hopefully it will help because yeah, next to that, there are also some other restrictions uh, related to uh, working from home and mouth mm. mask um, and mm. restricted opening hours of the hospitality sector and yeah, some more restrictions. Um, yeah. So hopefully uh, how's going on here currently in the Netherlands uh, it's not a trend that's going on in Australia as well. Because yeah, if, if you look at you guys, then uh, it's kind of going the other way. You, you, you just have more freedom um, quite late compared to the rest of the world. Um, but hopefully that's yeah. an, uh, yeah, a smart uh, strategy and, and you can still enjoy the freedom uh, over there. Yeah. And I do think it also, uh, like this, this, the, the red season, like the season of the year you're currently in, uh, helps you. Yeah. Like it's, it's sunny over there and uh, yeah. people are, are a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah, in the outside air. And over here uh, it's autumn, almost winter. So it's getting colder yeah. and... And so that also uh, um, yeah, doesn't really help uh, related to the infection rates. Yeah, well, look, yeah, I, I'm really sorry to hear that. And I just, I hope that it all cleans up nice and quick and everything can get back to, as you were saying last episode, literally, we were just talking about how things, uh, good things were going in the Netherlands. So hopefully it flips around real quick. Everyone's nice and safe, and um, you're back to your full stadiums, and everyone's happy, and a great Christmas. So, fingers crossed. Everyone in Australia's, you know, feeling for you, definitely. Hey, um, now let's get some positive news because your team, Feyenoord Rotterdam. Of course, you yourself were an absolute gun player back in the day. You tricked FC. Now you're with Feyenoord Rotterdam, and you're one of the absolute stars in terms of sports technology, sports analytics with them. Your teams are doing sensational. To your women's team, top of the table in the Premier League. And your men's team are third with a game in hand. So basically, they could be top, really, if they had the extra game played already and won it. Uh, extraordinary results. You guys must be feeling sensational. Yeah, it's indeed. It's fantastic uh, yeah, how they're doing it on the pitch. Um, 
yeah, so of course we're enjoying that. And, and next to the, to the position and to the ranking of the, the Dutch competition, and in a few mm. days' time, they also, uh, the, the men team also have the opportunity to uh, qualify for the next round in the Conference League uh, mm. by, 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 by keeping and getting the, the final uh, top position of the, of, the, uh, of the pool because they are currently uh, uh, in the first position. And if they win the yeah. game or evident in a draw uh, against Slavia Prague, um, they are already qualified uh, as number one with one game ahead. So that's also a uh, very important game uh, uh, yeah, in the coming days. Fantastic. Well, you're on a roll. And speaking of good news, uh, tell us about some fantastic World Cup qualification. There's nothing better in the world game. Yeah, so also the Dutch team, uh, um, yeah. And then I was qualified for the World Cup last week. Mm. So they had actually two opportunities to qualify. Um, so the first opportunity uh, they, they had to win from uh, Montenegro, which is not yeah. that big, um, not a very big football country, but they are doing okay in, in, in the league, in the pool. Mm. Um, but they had to win that game and they were leading with uh, two against zero. So we all thought, yeah, okay, it's like, let's say it's in the pocket. We are going to uh, the World Cup. But then the last yeah. 10 minutes, uh, Montenegro scored twice. So that game ended in 2-2. Um, mm. But they, they had another chance to qualify. So that was, that was great. And, and that game was here in the, in the final stadium, so in the, in the Kuip. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. it was the first game without supporters here in the Netherlands. Yeah. So it was also sold out. It was a very important game, like the most important game against Norway. So um, and the winner of the game should qualify for the, for the World Cup. And for us, the Netherlands, a draw was also enough. So it was kind of yeah. one of these two that qualified directly for the World Cup and the other one uh, possibly for the playoffs. So we were all looking forward here in the Netherlands. Like, yeah, let's uh, have a great match with a lot of supporters. But yeah, certainly... The, the last part didn't happen, but the first part did happen because they won the game with 2 0. And uh, yeah, now they uh, are qualified for the World Cup next year. So um, directly. So that, that's also great. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I can imagine how, uh, how passionate you all are there in the Netherlands about football. So this is, this is big news. And speaking of the World Cup next year in Qatar, some amazing news on the sports technology front, Charles. Yeah, I, I quite recently I read an article um, about some more yeah, innovations uh, and technical uh, 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 yeah, like experiments that the FIFA is um, um, currently uh, experimenting with. So mm. I think if you look back at the last few years and, and then especially the technology part uh, during football matches, during international football matches, um, yeah, we have had the, uh, like the, the line technology. And if, if it should be a goal or not, if the ball is uh, um, in the goal or yeah. not. So that was one of the first things um, that was uh, introduced like years ago. And then mm. um, after that, we all know, we, we, we um, got the, the VAR, the, the video referee. And yeah. in the beginning, I think there, there was quite a lot of discussion about that role. But now uh, I do think it's, mm. it's accepted all over the world uh, and playing an important role as well. And um, at least here in the Netherlands at the moment, they, we are also looking at uh, showing the, um, the work of the VAR, like if there 
if the referee is calling the VAR and they are discussing uh, um, yeah, if they should agree with the call of the referee or not, um, mm -hmm. if, if it's possible to show that in the stadium um, to, yeah, to, to get the supporters more engaged. Um, yeah. So that's also one of the things that's, that's coming, but that's not directly related to the World Cup because yeah, the, the thing you're referring to for the World Cup, um, which is, I do think, quite re revolutionary as well, is a robot linesman. Um, Amazing. Yeah, it is. And um, the, I think offside is always a big point for discussion. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it can be very narrow, like a few millimeters even. And yeah, I yeah. think we also... I do remember the, the, the last goal of Mbappé during the, uh, the, mm. the Nation League final over here. Um, where there was a lot of discussion uh, if it was offside or onside. Um, mm. So it, it's, it's mainly humans. Um, but currently, um, they're also using like, the VAR and line technology. Um, but the next step is uh, changing the technology. So by using the, the robot linesmen, and then they are... Um, implementing like skeletal modeling so yeah. um, if if you look at uh, a human body they are taking like 29 um, positions um, of, of of the humans and yeah. they are applying some algorithms algorithms to yeah, to see if, if it's offside or not and that's quite precise and uh, preciser than the the, yeah, the the var and the lines that are currently used like the camera positions um yeah and yeah they have done some experiments um in england and uh, mm. in the premier league and and some more experiments are coming on in the coming months and there should also be kind of a law change because it's yeah, it's quite revolutionary and they're discussing about mm. that but yeah i'm curious if if it's really going on uh, next year in qatar uh, if the fifa uh, yeah really believes in it and, and get the law uh, organized as well and and there, yeah of course the then there will still be a human lineman that's doing the work, but the robot lineman will, will help the human by, by giving uh, um, some calls if, if it's uh, offside then uh, by using these algorithms. It's just incredible because, like, literally, the World Cup in Qatar starts in just about 12 months from today. And the fact that, as you say, such a contentious point of football of the world game is the offside calls. And the fact that, you know, there's always contention with human error, etc. But as you say, to bring in, you know, robot linesmen, to bring in this technology to make the calls and to help inform the situation. And as you were saying, 29 points on the body. So they've literally got each player on the field has got a, a 29 points per player and assessing all of that to work out where the, the position of the player is relative to the ball, etc. And... Um, I love the fact that it's, as you were saying, more accurate than, you know, a video uh, because obviously with the video, it goes per frame, frames per second. With these, it's accurate to within four centimeters and that is more accurate than, than you know, a moving picture. Um, amazing. It, I, I saw that they're doing a trial, like they've been doing a number of trials. They're going to have a live test uh, in February with uh, Chelsea playing in the in the Club World Cup. If it gets through there, then it will get to the World Cup itself in a year's time. Do you think it will, Chelsea? Do you reckon it's going to pass this final hurdle? Like, because all the testing at the minute has been non-live. I mean, you're someone that's lived and breathed football for so long. Do you feel that under a live environment, it, this technology will still hold up strong? 
Um, yeah, I do think um, it, it should also take some time, like I said, uh, regarding the, the, the VAR, the video referee. Mm. Um, but that's also uh, human involvement. So, of course, they are using cameras then for the, for the VAR, but the, the final decision is made by, by a human. And in this case, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, like the, the it, it might sound a little bit like, yeah, strange out of the box, like a robot. What is a robot doing here on the pitch? But it's more like <laughs> yeah. the, the algorithm and the, all the, all the positions that, that are being used. And mm. yeah, the, the, the game is, is developing um, a lot. So the, 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 the speed is, is even going, um, yeah, like it, it's going so fast, the, the, the ball possession of a team, and it, it's hard for a human to, to see everything and, and to, to make these important decisions. So it might also give a lineman more confidence. Like if the lineman is thinking like, yeah, it's offside, but it's very narrow. And also they get a signal from, from like the technology that it definitely is. And the, I think it, it, it can really help by making the, the game um, so people really believe the lineman um yeah and of course it should be they should trust it and they should prove during this uh, trial at the uh, world cup for clubs um, that it really uh, shows the correct results because on the yeah. other on the other hand um, that's also the case if you look at changes or new technology if maybe there's only one situation that the decision has made that's made by the robot is like yeah, very bad decision and not talking about like centimeters, but maybe, yeah, it's, it's kind of easy to see that, that it was offside and the, the, the robot lineman is saying it was onside. If that hap if yeah. that's happening once, I think the, the confidence of the supporters is, is also directly gone and, and also for the FIFA. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it should work and it, it should, should take some time to, to, uh, to get the position and, and the supporters are trusting it, but. Personally, I believe um, it's a good addition of the uh, the human lineman. Fascinating. Well, we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, Chelsea, thanks heaps for your time. Another magnificent update all the way there from the Netherlands where we're sending Godspeed to you all. And hopefully things are back on track ASAP. Thanks heaps for your time, Chelsea. Bye.